Hi, I'm Justin. Also, I hate the way my voice sounds, so if you can like do whatever Photoshop does to voices, make me sound awesome. And this is my lovely friend. The beauty in the eyes of the beholder. And it's just about getting into the seat of being the beholder. Haley. I don't think you have to be particularly perceptive. I just think you have to look up. This podcast is mostly just her telling me stories. If you expose yourself to the possibility that this might be really awkward, there, there could be something just really cool on the other side of it. She thinks that her life and way of looking at things are... Oh, I thought I was kind of waiting on you. I thought you were getting your stuff ready. You're waiting on me? Pretty normal. You got to edit out all the misinformation about the Amish. Maybe you can relate. I would like a chance to re-sing the Amish paradise. <laughs> if you want lighthearted stories... All right, you want to talk about goats? And stream of consciousness... I just woke up and needed some friends, and so I bought them. Then you're gonna like the Sunny Side Up podcast. Sunny Side Up, Sunny Side Up, Sunny Side Up, Sunny Side Up. So, if you're at all like me, you may feel that you're living in a world that can be a bit overwhelming and confusing at times. I'm also a huge fan of podcasts, documentaries, docudramas, stories, and of just information in general. Between all of that, and the social media and news, sometimes our brains can feel like they're on overload. Haley and I hope that this podcast can be something of an anecdote to all of that, like little jello shots of joy and distraction. None of it is too serious or really too informative. Mostly it's just two friends who have conversational chemistry talking about whatever enters the minds of relatively ADHD people. We hope you enjoy. So you're, so you're, you're, you're looking for, you're not looking for peafowl? Oh, at this point, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when we struck out on the camel dairy, we're driving and we decided, well, this will not be a fruitless trip. Let's go grab our, our peafowl. And we come upon like a little group of campers in the woods mm-hmm. and it was um, like this: these two uh, lesbians with an underground illicit bird breeding operation. Ooh. Yeah, and we hop out, and there were some extravagant peafowl. Like some, have you ever seen a white peacock? In pictures, which is extraordinary. Yes. Okay. Same in and real life. By the life. way, another great way to die is besides answering a Craigslist ad and, and going an hour and a half into uh, a, a storage center would be a camper in the woods. Yeah. That's it maybe it may be two on the list, but it's a close second. Sure. Yeah. Like horror movie setting, it is in the top five top of, five. of yeah. ripe for opportunity. I agree. And, and pulling up. And, and you're this- the right demo because I feel like it's uh, I've had some of my black friends point out that in the movies it's generally white people and specifically white women who are dumb enough to, like, keep exploring. Fall into it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, like, so last right- night in the cemetery, I was the voice of reason saying, do not stop, do not roll your window down, keep going. Okay, that's it. It was the white woman that's keeping true. you safe. Well, that's true. I'm fearless, though, because I'm the apex predator, apparently. But probably your black friends wouldn't have been in the cemetery after dark in the that's first true. place. That's true. That's so that fair. That might have been that's, where that story I, I, went the that, wrong that's direction. so. We, for those of, who are wondering, we, we went to a cemetery last night, not for ghost hunting, but because there is a cemetery, I won't say the name of it, in Atlanta that has easily the best view of the city ever. You have it to be my friend stunning. and come with me. I'll take you there. Just hanging out in the cemetery after yeah. dark, taking in the yeah. vista. That's what we do with our friends. We hang out in cemeteries. It's cool. 
Or you could come with me to the backwoods to the illicit bird breeding operation I in mean, the woods. I'm, I mean, <laughs> so, I'm not far from so wanting some people. Well, and we and we genuinely do want pygmy goats out here on our property. And you you have all the hookups, all the underground, out yeah. in the woods, lesbian hookups for... Which, those were straight up. One came through um, like a farmer's classified ad that's published by the state okay and they run your advertisements for free so it's wow. it's farmer to farmer kind of thing so that one was that one was straight up we didn't have any trouble finding the goats um we we found them in two different locations and we're still kind of learning the ropes on that but the social the, the social media groups are where you get your information like mm. how to neuter a goat i thought was specialized knowledge yeah. and I'm like Googling it and making sure that the NSA is not looking over my shoulder while I'm trying to figure <laughs> out what some of these terms mean. Yeah. And then brother-in-law's in the backyard and we mentioned that we need it done. He's like, oh, hold on a second. And he goes to his truck and opens his door and there in his glove box is the goat neutering equipment and the little rubber bands and he just handles it on site. And I'm like, that. This guy's going to be invited to our cult. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, these are the skills that you need. Yeah. You don't know you need them till yeah, you need them. Till you need them. I know. And and if we're starting the whole planet over again, you know, you got to have like one of all the important skills, right? Yeah. And so, neutering barnyard animals on site's probably part of it. Yeah, that's that's some knowledge that you need around. All right, so you now let's go back to the to the ladies in the woods who are selling you the peafowl. Well, that I mean that was pretty straight up. We okay. just bought the peacock. They warned me that if I didn't have two, uh, that it one would not stick around. I'd have to keep it contained for a month or two until they get acclimated to it being their home. But that they would just literally take out walking. They're not even going to necessarily fly away. They're going to walk away, and they will walk. Five miles. Like, Aww. they would just walk. They're going to walk about when they're lonely. And I said, no problem. We have a turkey, and he hangs out with our chickens, so this this peacock is going to fit right in. She's like, no, those animals don't speak the same language. Mm. It's not going to be <laughs> enough. And I was like, well, I'm looking for a female, so within a couple of days I'll have one. And she gave me the look, but I ignored it. Yeah. And we're like walking back to the court. Peacock look. <laughs> yes, she's like, does. watch this. Yeah, because that peacock would probably fly away from my house and fly back to hers, or you know, walk yeah, yeah. walk as far as it until it has to fly, and end up back in her backyard where his family is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, so she just made some money and got her peacock back. Like a little you gotta wonder effect. in the wild how a peacock could survive though, because it's so brilliant a color. It's not a very fast runner that I've ever seen. Um, no, but they are so similar to turkeys, and turkeys do just fine in the wild. That's true. Now, I can't figure out how they manage to raise their babies because they're not they're, they're pretty defenseless whenever it comes to raising their babies, but they, they do it. Yeah. And the females look super similar. From really, really? Turkey and peahens look. Oh, wow. Yeah, pretty similar. And the males, I mean, they both have these fancy tails and kind of strut. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. peacocks will lose their tail feathers in August and regrow them in January approximately. Oh. So so the rest of the year they're kind of plain. Really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Just yeah. for the mating season are they like putting on the mm-hmm. putting on the ritz. I yep. love that. Yep. So you just walk around your yard picking up giant shedded peacock feathers if if you have them. She was absolutely right. We had him um, couldn't get a female for two days and during that time he wandered off so mm. it didn't take him long to go looking for a friend and uh, a lot of people who've had them 
like walk off from their place say, oh, he showed up with some turkeys. I could see him later, so they will just fall in with a band of wild turkeys. and Until they can find the real thing. It's like the ugly duckling, only it's this really extravagantly it's gorgeous be- bird standing in the middle swan. of a bunch of brown turkeys in yeah. a swamp. Yeah. yeah. Hope they're nice to him. Yeah, but yeah. The next weekend, we just bought two. I said, I'm not I'm not making that mistake again. And we got two females, so they would at least hang around until I could find another male. Mm. And that worked pretty well. I can't keep an animal pinned up. If right. I could keep it in a pen, none of these problems would have happened. But uh. I don't have that discipline for humans, for animals, for anything. So I'm just like, good luck. I hope you like it here. Here's all your snacks. They stuck around for a little while, but something happened to the female. Oh. I, don't, I don't think she left willingly. Uh, I think something got her. I got when it. When you live in a swamp, that's what happens. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like she was lured away by the promise of a better love situation. It may by have handsome... been the handsome peacock that walked away the week before. Mm-hmm. They may be living in the woods yeah, right. doing their own Raising thing. Their, they may be starting their own peacock cult. Or she might have just joined in with the turkeys with him, yeah. he and her and the turkeys yeah, doing yeah, their yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, Band of Still not sure. Because birds. we never found her body, so there's no Ooh. closure. But the other female was there, and I said, we know we don't have time to play this game. Yeah. Also don't have the money to keep pumping into pea hens and peafowl that are just going to walk off. Yeah, yeah. we got to make it work. So today is decision. Are we going to sell this female immediately and just be out of the game mm-hmm. and give up on our dreams? Or are we going to dig in, find a male, drive to wherever we have to to get our hands on it yeah. and and try to make a family? Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. So found this listing on Craigslist and we drive to a small farm of a, a gen- overall wearing gentleman named Porky. And if you can't trust an overall Dude. wearing gentleman named Absolutely. Porky, who can you trust? Who can you trust in this world? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He gave us all the same information. Keep this thing pinned up for a month until Please it learns Please tell its me place. he was he was slightly overweight. Of course. Okay, no, I was going to say I I here's here's the situation when you don't trust an overall wearing Porky if he's skinny as a rail. Mm, good right? point. Yeah, yeah, that's not. Uh-uh. You're true. The the, the mental impression is no, just totally different. It'd be like, yeah, never mind. Yeah. Well, Porky sold us a, a young peacock. I could see the parents in the background. And it was probably the most handsome bird I've ever seen wow. in my life. And he's like, that's what yours is going to look like in three years. It's got progeny. It's exciting. So we bring him home. They immediately start talking to each other. Mm. They now, how much older is the, the they're female? They're the same age. Oh, yeah, okay. Nice. Oh, nice. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. And never put them in a pen, and they've been free-ranging, and they are together, and they are happy, and we're months down the road, and I, I think this is our life now. Oh, that's amazing. So it amazing. took a while to get there, and it took three different social media sites and a statewide farmer's publication, but yeah. Done. Done. Peacocks. Check. Check. Next. Love <laughs> yeah. it. What What are you on to next? No, that's we. It's a lot. When yeah. you pull up into your yard and there are two turkeys and two peacocks and a handful of chickens and a rooster that accidentally will attack you yeah. with your back turned, and two goats and two dogs and two cats and two birds. You've got enough. And a fish tank and yeah. two children. It's yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's enough for now. I mean, I don't have a zebra or a camel. All <laughs> right. Like some people that like I know who have a zebra and a camel, but someday we can tell that story. Yeah, but I don't want a zebra or a camel, okay. and or I wouldn't turn down a camel. No, I wouldn't either. I mean, camel milk—it's like, and you live your whole life not knowing that that exists, and then you find out it exists, and you're like, I need that. 
I'm and pretty sure we can find it. It's in grocery stores. There, it, wow. I, I can't say that it is a great product, but I can't say that it isn't. In the same circles that will like hype up essential oils yeah. and other like holistic and alternative mm-hmm. remedies, it is it is said that camel milk can um, have some helpful benefits. Okay. And I'm not even sure what they're helpful what they for. Yeah. Like, will it regrow your hair if you're balding? It seemed like it was, maybe it's things like epilepsy. Okay. Like, Give you or take it away? Um, do what? Give you epilepsy or take it away? Oh, take it away. Okay. As yeah. far as I know, nobody's like trying to induce epileptic yeah. seizures. Yeah, you just have to be, you know, got to be clear so, so, on these yeah. things. So there's some sort of benefit to it, they say. But I have it on pretty good authority that it's actually goat's milk. That is the universal yeah. Yeah. supplement. Like if you find a yeah. little mammal that whose mother is not around, you can give it goat's milk. But I'm wondering if the camel milk might not fill in the gap for those. And you got to wonder like, okay, goat's milk, camel's milk are like the thing now. But is it because we've ruined cows with our aforementioned, you know, uh, shooting up with corn and antibodies and whatever? I do wonder that. Right. So maybe originally cow's milk was also keeps the epilepsy away. But now that we've ruined the cows, we're stuck with what's left. Yeah. And so this is almost like that. You don't want to tell too many people about camel's milk because then we're going to make camels eat corn. And have to shoot them up with funky stuff because now camel milk is all the rage. And then pretty soon it won't be camel's milk anymore. And we'll be like, oh, horse milk or I don't Yet know, whatever the other thing is. industry ruined. Yeah. Yeah. The safety with goats is that they eat almost anything. And so there's not a lot of pressure to force them to eat corn. They freaking love it. They're going to eat it anyway. Who but eats the corn? The goats. They the goats. eat anything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Goats eat it. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they prefer leaves. Yeah. If you can let them climb on your roof and just eat the leaves on your trees, it's when they're happiest. And that's what I've been doing. And then you notice, my gosh, they have a lot in common with a giraffe. Mm. I wonder how closely related this goat is to a giraffe. Because they'd rather eat the leaves than they would the grass. I like the idea that, like, a zillion years ago, it was an ambitious goat that just kept stretching its neck upwards and then mated with another long-necked goat. And then that maybe is what created the camel. If we're veering away from giraffe, indi- yes, the giraffe. I have camel on the brain right now. I know. Yeah, I, I mean, know. once once the dromedary, <laughs> it's gets, hard to dismiss a camel yeah, it from is. the brain. Like, oh, yeah. Perhaps you two could earn your camel someday. I, I know. I, I hope to. I hope to be a good enough boy where someone offers me a camel. Um, but. Hello, lovely friends. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. And it would mean the world if you would tell other people about this podcast and maybe even spam your social media accounts with just how much you're enjoying it. If you are, of course. Also, commenting and rating us on whatever platform you're downloading or streaming from is incredibly helpful to a little startup podcast like this one. On the other hand, if you are dissatisfied with your listening experience, please leave all of that hate on someone else's podcast, just maybe to confuse them a little bit, right? But most of all, we hope you keep looking up and looking for the sunny side of life.